Hi, this is Oren. If you find these teachings useful and you'd like to learn more about my work, you can visit me online at orenjsofer.com or on social media at orenjsofer. Thanks so much. So, <clears throat> as, we, as we settle in for our meditation, just a really brief overview or reminder of the trajectory of mindfulness practice that we start with allowing the mind to settle using one primary object usually called an anchor that might be your breath the sensations of the body sitting or even sound And then from there, we begin to open our awareness to more and more of our experience, to other body sensations, thoughts, emotions, memories, sounds, the entire mental, physical, and emotional experience of being alive. And that the practice is one of being clearly aware of each moment of experience in as balanced and non-reactive a way as possible. And when there's reactivity, when there's resistance or entanglement, then we simply try to become aware of that to see if we can become mindful of the resistance, of the reactivity, to just notice that. And in this way, anything and everything can be included in the meditation. There's nothing that needs to stand outside of it. One of the main things to track in your experience is this question of, can I stay balanced or is the mind going into some kind of overwhelm or being triggered or kind of really getting caught? And if there's any of that sense of like, I'm really losing perspective here, getting too tight, can't stay with this in a balanced way, then the instruction is to back off. Do whatever you need to, to reestablish some balance. That might mean shifting your attention to hearing, which is, tends to be very easeful and open. Might mean opening the eyes, taking a few deep breaths, So if you're not already, I invite you to sit comfortably. And finding this balanced posture. Balanced between relaxation and alertness. So that the body as much as possible feels comfortable, at ease while at the same time having some energy in it, being upright, really present.
as you turn your attention inwards, taking a few moments to take stock. How am I doing this morning? The conversations and energy of getting here. Just noticing the residual effects of all of that. Seeing if you can give it some space to move through and subside on its own. Just noticing what's predominant in your experience naturally. You might notice sounds. So the spontaneous experience of hearing. You might notice the sensations of the body sitting or reclining. Tuning into the firmness of the contact with the ground. And seeing if you can let that begin to steady your attention. It's as if we're gently inviting the mind to remember to be here with each moment. Oh, here, just feel this. Let's just be right here now. In your own time, you might become aware of the sensations of breathing. Allowing your attention to synchronize 
with the rhythm of breathing in and breathing out. Letting your breath be natural and easy. Holding a gentle yet firm intention to receive the sensations of each breath. Or if you're using another anchor to stay with that experience one moment at a time.
if and when you feel some degree of steadiness with the anchor. It's fine to release the sole focus on that experience. Including whatever other moment of sound, thought, sensation happens to be in the foreground of your attention. Whatever naturally calls the awareness becomes the object of your meditation. That becomes the object of your meditation. You stay with it as long as it's strong, present, calling your attention. And then if that fades, allow your attention to return to the anchor. Or you might find it's replaced by another moment, another experience. living from moment to moment, Just experiencing from moment to moment. Without judging, without comparing or evaluating, clear and simple awareness.
at the heart of this practice is the willingness to begin again. Each moment is new. Each moment is unknown. We may be swept away by a thought or a memory, seemingly without any choice at all on our part. Doesn't matter how many times we get lost and forget. What matters is that we remember. And in that moment of remembering, can there be some gentleness? Even some sense of appreciation Remembering means that awareness is growing. It's a sign of success rather than failure.
So we have a few minutes if there are any questions about your meditation practice. I would invite you to continue seeing if you can maintain a continuity of awareness during this time as you listen or speak. It's a question about something specifically that happened in that session and more broadly, which is if a thought comes to me during meditation that seems very clear and it suggests an action, like, oh, that's a good idea. Mm. I can always place it in the same general category of practice with this Mm-hmm. As it arises and mm-hmm. passes away, mm-hmm. and perhaps it actually isn't a good idea. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Things change, and at some point we take action in the world. Mm-hmm. Right, like, so without diving into a rabbit hole, perhaps just keeping it specific to this experience that I had a thought during this meditation of something that I wanted to bring up, like one-on-one with the teachers, like when there would be an opportunity to do that. And um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that into the space of like, am I, am I to practice with this and let uh-huh. it fall away? Right. Am I to follow up on this? Uh-huh. So, um, so, so the question is, in our meditation, if a thought arises related to something in our life that is pointing to some action and saying like, oh, hey, this would probably be helpful or good to do um, in that moment, is it skillful to just note it as thinking and let it go or something else? Yeah. Um, personally, I mean, I, when something like that occurs, I kind of do both. So like I'll kind of make a mental note like, Oh, okay, maybe come back to that. You know, just kind of like give it a moment of full attention to try to capture it in my mind so that there's more likelihood I'll remember it later and then let it go. Because, you know, the other option is like, okay, stop meditating and get a pen or see, right, you know, which, you know, sometimes if it's really important, maybe do that. And we don't want to make a habit of that. So, yeah, but sometimes creative ideas come through in meditation and we want to be careful to avoid kind of feeding that and getting lost in planning and thinking and so forth and, and sometimes still to honor that. I know some people sometimes will do a period of meditation and have a pad and a, a piece of paper next to them and specifically like have some kind of theme and then just meditate and then if something comes, jot it down and come back to meditating. Yeah. Can I add a little? Um, I've sometimes uh, worked with novelists. We get a lot of ideas during meditation. <laughs> and uh, I think very uh, analogous to what Oren was suggesting, sometimes it can be helpful to, um, basically it's really helpful to keep the integrity of the mindfulness practice. 
Uh, but sometimes if you know you have some significant unresolved thing, or even just if there's a creative project, it can be skillful sometimes to keep the strict boundaries with the mindfulness practice, but then right after that, have a creative session coming out of the mindfulness where you, you know, use that sense of quiet and presence and have it be a creative brainstorming session. But the, the important thing is to not have the two mix into each other too much. Thank you. Yeah, Ariel. This is a question, um, sort of a follow-up to something you had mentioned to me, Donald, about how in later stages of practice, some of the core physical needs of the body can sort of become more alleviated. Just like, for example, sleep loss. That's one I'm just dealing with a lot, just like the energy of tiredness. And um, not today specifically, but just as a parent, pregnant um, and noticing that that's when I really will slip. And so maybe this is just something that progresses on its own, but if there's any sort of pointers or practice tips or places to up the ante or to pull back, I'm just curious about that, about the sort of progression of that or... Yeah. Um, should I, Does that make sense? You're, you're, you're looking at me, so I'm... Or both of you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, mostly to say, yeah, it, it's, it's related to some of the other themes that we've had, which is to really, um, really know what one's state of mind and body is. And, uh, you know, could have some guidelines for yourself. When I'm pretty tired, I'm more likely to slip so I can give myself some guidance. Let's not make major decisions <laughs> when I'm tired or let's not engage in a really crucial discussion when the conditions are not right. It, it could be said to be a sort of a unpacking of what the last criterion means in terms of appropriateness in the, in the speech context. But more broadly, it's to really know, uh, know one's uh, mental, emotional, physical state and to bring in the wisdom component to say, what is a wise way to hold this? Maybe you give yourself slack in terms of not reaching some level of perfection and, and so forth. I would just say make sure you get enough sleep. Also. When possible. Right, when possible, right. Yeah. Yes, when possible. Yeah. Don't, so these don't. are for when those conditions are just aren't aligned in that way. Right, yeah. 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 Time for maybe one more question about your practice. Okay. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.